How's everyone? How's this week going for everyone? It's Halloween time. I'm so excited. This is literally like my favorite time of the year. And you know what? I still, I haven't even like done that much Halloween activities, which is really shocking for me because like I said, this is my favorite holiday and like I love everything Halloween. So I really got to step my game up. Like I need to be watching a Halloween movie every night when I get home. Last night I did bake um, an apple and pumpkin pie, which I feel like is very fall. And I've been trying to hang these Harry Potter floating candles on my ceiling, but they need AA batteries. So I ordered them though. Don't worry. Um, I'm about to get in the spirit. I'm going to see um, the movie Halloween this weekend. Um, so that'll be fun. And I have like another, I'm going to see Beetlejuice at the end of the month. But like, yeah, I need to like, you know, hype the festivities up. And then this weekend, I'm going to get my costume items. I'm not telling anyone what I'm being yet, but I'll just let you in on a little hint. Um, they're both very conceptual. It's two costumes because I feel like you never know. And I feel like you need two costumes for Friday night, Saturday night of Halloween weekend. And then maybe on actual Halloween, I don't know, maybe I need three. But I feel like the third one will always be like more low key. Like last year, I think I had dressed up like three times because I went to one party that was a Halloween party that was like a week before Halloween that I didn't want to waste like my actual costume on yet, you know? So I just did like an elf. That was like one of my favorites too. Like got little elf ears, did a little pixie thing, makeup, had little wings. That was like really fun actually. Yeah, I am looking forward towards like, wait, forward towards, I'm looking to, <laughs> what is English? I'm looking forward to making up costumes too, like on the spot. Uh, but I do, for one of my costumes, I need red contacts and I'm like so excited. And I found this website that's like FDA approved contacts because I've never worn contacts before. So I don't, I don't know. I don't want them to like hurt. Um. Anyway, I'm kind of like scared to put them in too. So I have this like new term that I'm using called fake scared because I feel like sometimes if you know me personally, maybe even in this podcast, I'll be like, oh, I'm scared to do this or I'm nervous. Like I'm not actually, I just can't find a better word for like being hesitant towards something and being like kind of scared of it. But it's not that I'm scared. So I'm just going to start saying fake scared. Like I'm fake scared to put in contacts, you know, like I'm going to do it. I'm not actually terrified of it or it's like debilitating but I'm like kind of like I feel like eh, about it you know like like ooh, like makes me a little a little tingly you know okay anyway um I'm really excited for this topic because I feel like in my life this pops up a lot and I think I've touched on it a little bit in my nostalgia episode and like this like when I talk about Lana or like any artist or anything like fantasy um this is like really been popping up is like the idea of um, escapism. And it's something that I'm realizing has always been in my life and something that I've always done when I was like younger. And uh, just now am I starting to realize like, whoa, like, is that okay? Like, is it okay that I've been like escaping all my life? But I think that I've done it in a healthy way. Like I always am a big advocate for like, well I mean I'm not perfect but like you know feeling your feelings and like going through the hard shit and like feeling like the shitty things you don't want to feel but sometimes people would like use escapism to not feel what they're feeling and I don't feel as though I do it for those reasons I more so use escapism like for fun and like for play 
and to, to kind of just like maybe get away from the mundane, not necessarily hardships, but like the mundane of life. Because like, yeah, like there's two ways you can look at life. I mean, there's not just two ways. There's like probably millions of ways you can look at life. But I feel like if you want to think of it in a black and white way, one way of looking at life is being like, yeah, you know, we know when we're going to die. We live every day just working our lives away. Like we have to do these errands. We got to do this. We have to pay this bill, whatever. And you can be like sad about it and like, you know, be, I don't know, just like depressed. Yeah. Or like, eh, I mean, you can be depressed for other things, but I, I just mean that like life, you can look at it in like a sad way. You can be like, oh, this sucks. Like life is so whatever. Or, or. You can romanticize the fuck out of your life and you can be like, wow, like I'm going to go on this walk like to the grocery store today and I'm going to romanticize it. And I'm like the main character right now. Maybe I'm going to put in my headphones and I'm going to listen to music. And like to me, is is that escapism? Like, I don't know. Are you using your imagination to make your reality better? Like, why not do that? You know, um, I kind of feel sorry for people that don't do that. And I think that um, it's a special thing to have if you have the ability to like romanticize and like yeah fantasize about like the things on the day-to-day that you're doing so um yeah I wrote some things down about how I'm feeling about this and I also talked to a friend who like has kind of like a very opposite experience with escapism which I had never heard before which I think is really cool but I'm gonna play I'm gonna play her her voice note in in a little while okay so escapism Escapism means to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities, especially by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy. So I feel like the whole world also is this like the whole world uses escapism in like entertainment, like movies, TV shows, music, art. Like we are all trying to or not trying, but like we are we all are escaping to like this world within us. And then like you know, that's why I feel like people love movies so much because they can like go to another place or they can imagine on another scenario than like what their current life is. And everyone loves movies, right? Well, you'll see, you'll see, uh, what my friend has to say. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, let's see. So safety and comfort of a fantasy world. So I think that, yeah, a lot of people find safety and comfort in escapism. Um, what else did I write? Habitual diversion of the mind to purely imaginative activity or entertainment as an escape from reality or routine. So when I was looking into like, is escapism healthy? Is it unhealthy? Like whatever. Um, in this article is said that we all need to check out and kind of pretend that life is beautiful and perfect, which yeah, that's kind of what I said earlier. Like you do kind of have to pretend sometimes to make it like real And um, and then it asked a series of questions. So how often do you escape? So you could ask yourself if you partake in this, like, I guess an unhealthy way would be like if you're doing it like literally all the time and you just like kind of live in like a fantasy land and like maybe you're not in reality what's going on. Then I could see where that could like be a problem. But I feel like if it's just like healthy ways that you're just like just going on a walk and like I said, like just pretending you're the main character for a moment, like that's so fun and that just makes life like richer. Okay. And then asking yourself, why do you escape? So I guess like some unhealthy ways of escaping could be drinking a lot, doing drugs, you know, like doing like some sort of like self-sabotage a bit or just anything to like not feel 
I feel like that is where escapism also could like be dangerous because, um, you know, it's important to feel our emotions, but I'll know, I know sometimes like, even for me, like, it's just like a lot sometimes to like feel everything so deeply and you kind of like need a break from your own mind. That's why I think people use like meditation and yoga or even like going to, to swim, going and sitting in the sauna, like those could be forms of escapism because you're you are escaping your mind in a way. And I think that that's okay to do sometimes. Like, you know, even every day, like even if you start your day meditating or if you, you know, listen to music in the car or you draw something or you're journaling or you're watching a fantasy movie, like those are, to me, I think healthy ways to just like take a break for a moment from your mind because like your mind can be like really overwhelming. Like, oh my God, like the amount of thoughts that we have in a day is just ridiculous and like the amount of things that we fixate on and just like the things that overwhelm us i think last night like i went to bed kind of annoyed and um just i don't know why i was annoyed but like (laughs) i um had a really stressful sleep and like i kept having really weird dreams i had a dream that like someone broke in and i kept like tossing and turning and i was just like what is going on and i just feel like it's because there was so much going on in my head and then when i got up this morning um, I've been doing my morning pages from the artist way. If you listen to the last episode, I talked about the artist way and like implementing writing morning pages every every day. So basically, it's just like the first thing that comes in the morning. Like you just write three pages, like the first thing that comes to your head, kind of thing. And and that, it sounds like a lot of pressure because it's like, oh, like what do I write about? But you literally can just write about nothing. Like you can literally write, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to say, like over and over. Um, but anyway, I like got everything out this morning, and like now I feel so much lighter to even record this, you know? And yeah, I just think that, wait, what was that? (laughs) Oh, oh, like having so many, so many thoughts. And like, I went to bed with so many thoughts. And so that's why sometimes I think people at night, like they read, actually I did read. I did read last night before bed, but then I got on my phone. But I think, yeah, that's why people read or like watch TV before bed because they're just trying to like relax and just like not think about everything and um of course it's it's good to think and to process okay like i'm a huge advocate believer in processing your emotions okay and like things that happen so it's like a it's like it's a balance you know you got to process some you got to escape some you got to process escape also i think that i used to feel guilty or <laughs> this is something that i've recently discovered about myself like no I always knew that I escaped okay but like just recently have I started kind of thinking about it I'm like whoa like you know like is this bad that I'm escaping whatever like what am I what am I trying to avoid but I'm not I'm not trying to avoid anything but then I tried to think like oh like what in my childhood why why did I like turn to that and like fantasy type stuff but I don't really think that there's necessarily like some deep dark reasoning or like some unhealthy thing that I developed I think that it's just cool that I found a way for like my creativity to live and like that's just something that always appealed to me and um I think you should never try to like no one should ever make you feel guilty for that I think that there's some people out there who like view escapism as like oh you're just running from yourself or like you just don't want to feel like you just need to deal with it like you need whatever like you can't live in a fantasy world like I feel like I've he- I've hear people have said saying that before and I just feel sorry for them because I'm like wow like <laughs> that sucks that you can't um live your life 
and <laughs> be the main character and like romanticize everything about it. Um, and of course, you have to be logical sometimes. <laughs> Ugh, like, of course, but um, and like you have to deal with shit and you have to do the mundane and like live life. But I think never let anyone make you feel bad for that. And I think if anything, that can be like your superpower. The fact that you can see beautiful and everything and like turn, you know, bad things into good. And even like, I think, I don't remember, I think I was talking to my friend about this. We were talking about how when we're happy, we're like really happy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I met this girl at a party last weekend and we were talking about how we're both cancers and how cancers uh, like romanticize just a lot about their life. And like, yeah, I kind of live in like dream world sometimes. And Lana Del Rey is a cancer, so you already know. Uh, if you listen to any of her songs, the way that she romanticizes her life is like so beautiful. You literally want to like live her songs. But I'm sure that her reality like might not really be that glamorous. Like she just is a storyteller and she has a way of like making something so beautiful and yeah, seeing like the art in her life um anyway but me and this girl were talking about how we like when we're really happy we can like really romanticize that and be like ah like i'm you know i'm going to dinner and i'm getting all dressed up and i'm putting on my lipstick and i'm putting on my boots and like i don't know just things like that or when you have happy moments i don't know when you're like running in the rain i don't fucking know it doesn't rain in la but you know things like that um but on the other side (laughs) when you're sad it's like you also kind of romanticize that and you like make it more dramatic um like you might listen to sad music or you might just like mope around or you might do some self-destructive things because you're just like trying to be I don't know, sad and ironic. I don't fucking know. But, you know, like, I think I think Lana kind of knows what I mean by that, too. Like, I think she does a little bit of that. Um, but I wanted to share a quote that I found. Um, and the, the photographer Petra Collins released um, a photography book with Alexa Demi called Fairy Tales. You guys probably maybe know what I'm talking about. It's like a really cool project that they did it's like nine nine worlds they created and they did photo shoots and alexa was the model and they transformed her into like different fairy tale characters and it's so good okay it's so good really good for inspo it's just like really cool and i was looking through it the other day um because i had never like read it i had when i first got it i was just looking at the pictures and i was like wait there's like stories in here and like this is this is actually really cool so the beginning of the book there's like a foreword and it really made me feel so validated and I just wanted to share it. Okay. So this is what it says. I don't think either of us have ever been comfortable with her immediate reality. Most of our childhoods were spent escaping in our minds. Growing up, we were folk we were told folk tales in our native tongues, Spanish and Hungarian. Fairy tales is an erotic folklore collection. We've created nine worlds, none of which should be consumed linearly. We took all of our fantasies our traumas the things we just offer and the tales we tell ourselves and put them in this book hopefully it brings you joy or solace or even turns you on (laughs) i just love the fact that they addressed that they would escape in their childhood and like they would turn to fairy tales and uh, i just like that like i just like people being more honest and like open about things that, that they like and like the things that they went through um, in their childhood. And I was talking to my friend about this too. And we were talking about how when we were younger, we've been friends for like 
mm, like over 10 years now. Like actually I have to like count. We've been friends for like maybe 13 years. I don't know. But we were talking about how when we were younger and me and my cousin would do this too. We would always like just make up these pretend worlds. I mean, I guess maybe that's normal when you're young, but we would always like try to go find Wonderland. <laughs> like you would think we were crazy, but we would like, I remember specifically with my cousin, we would like make this like, okay, we would pretend that behind her bed was a portal like to the other world. And we would like really believe it. And I like wanted, I wanted it to be real so bad, like so bad. I just wanted like a hole to appear in the wall and like glisten and I could just jump in it and like go. I don't even know where I would go. But I just have always been so attracted to that. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it just sounds amazing. Like to just go somewhere else, go somewhere else. Like that sounds so cool. Um, also when I was younger, I and I actually would love to talk about this more and like look more into it. But when I was younger, I used to think that I had past lives. Like I remember I would go places with my mom and I'd like remember it or like feel like I had another family over here that I haven't felt like that um, in a while. But I wonder what those feelings were as a child. Like I would have memories of things that did not happen, but I would remember. And I'm reading this book right now called Many Lives, Many Masters which is about a psychiatrist who treats a patient who he hypnotizes and like she's like a Catholic. She like doesn't believe in the afterlife or sorry, not the afterlife. She doesn't believe in reincarnation. Like she's like a religious woman, but she does this hypnosis and she starts like saying all of these people that she's been in her life, like in like the 1600s, 1700s. And the psychiatrist is like, what the fuck? Like he didn't also believe in like things like that, but Anyway, I'm still reading it and I hope that it turns into something like really interesting. Well, it already is interesting. But anyway, um, but yeah, I used to just be so like obsessed with that when I was younger. Like I remember um, mermaids and fairies. Like I really, really thought those were real. Like I remember me and my other friend would like leave messages for the fairies. We had like these fairy books, like how to find fairies. We like really wanted to believe it. I think one time... I don't know if I ever told her this, um, but one time I, <laughs> this is so random. I like, I had a, I had like a can of clam chowder, like at my house. And before she came over, I like dug a hole and like buried it. Okay. This is like, I was definitely playing a trick on her, but I wanted to believe it. But anyway, I buried the can of clam chowder. And then later when she came over and we were playing, I wrote, we wrote like a note. I don't remember the context, but we wrote like we it was like we got a note from a fairy and it said for us to dig in this certain spot and like we were gonna find clam chowder. <laughs> and she was so freaked out. She was so freaked out when we dug up the hole and there was the fucking clam chowder. And I'm sure she was like, What the hell? And she probably really believed. I like really wanted her to believe though. Oh, that's sweet. I like really wanted I wasn't trying to trick her. I really wanted to believe in it and I really wanted her to believe. And we totally would like investigate. And I remember going to the beach like when I was like eight, nine years old, maybe a little younger too, and like swimming in the ocean and like just wanting to see a mermaid so bad and being like obsessed with Discovery Channel and watching like Shark Week. And like there was this one mermaid week though that I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And now it's just like weird now or not weird, but it's just, it's cool. It's cool now being an adult and like still having those thoughts and like those fantasies. And like, I wish those were real. 
you know, and it's it's fun to like still like wonder about it and just be like, oh, like maybe there, there is under there is another world. There is a portal somewhere like there are mermaids. There are fairies. Like, I just love that. Um, I love that idea. And so, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that it's fun to like imagine. And if anything, like that is what helps me create things. Like, I feel like I have these stories in my head that I imagine or these visions that are of things that I just think about or like people like characters I guess it's kind of like making stories in my head but um in a creative way not like I think that they're real or anything like I'm not crazy you guys but um (laughs) I mean maybe I am a little but um yeah so I think that it fuels like my creativity too actually last weekend or two weekends ago I actually just got the word fantasy tattooed on my hand um it's in a really cute placement it's like on my on my left hand like kind of like if you were to like put your your chin on your hand and you're like ah you know like I'm kind of like my hands like perfect placement right there um I just love the word fantasy and it's in a really cool like fantasy font um anyway so now I want to share an opinion from my friend Rachel thank you Rachel for contributing because we were talking the other night about we were at a movie night and we were watching Beetlejuice and she was talking about how she doesn't like scary movies and she doesn't like certain movies that are make her like too far out of her reality. I was like, whoa, that's so cool because, you know, a lot of people like like that stuff to get away from their reality. And I just thought it was cool that she values her reality so much and like doesn't want to not be in it. You know what I mean? OK, so I'm just going to play uh, what she said. It's basically I don't like watching a lot of TV or movies, especially like I will literally never watch two movies in a row. Because I don't like not living my life. First of all, I feel like that's one component. I don't like not doing things in my own life. I don't like not like talking to my friends or like being just being in the world, if that makes sense. Like I, I, I don't like that I don't go outside if I'm watching movies. I like don't feel I think that's also like an extroverted thing, maybe. But I just don't I feel always feel so like sad if I watch a movie in the middle of the day. Like, especially if I went to a movie theater. Unless I'm like really sick, I guess. But um like that feeling of going to like a matinee or something and going outside and just being like half my day is gone the daylight's gone and I just am not like there's always like a weird lull after that I have to kind of readjust to being in my own mind and in my own life and like what's going on in my life rather than what's going on in these characters lives and like in this other world that exists in this movie um or, like, in TV, I don't like watching too much TV back to back to back because, like, I just feel like I'm not living my own life. I'm, like, living in someone else's life and I'm living in someone else's story. And it just genuinely kind of makes me feel depressed, I guess, at the end of the day. Like, I feel like I'm the combination of probably being indoors the whole time, but also, like, not being in conversation with someone else or being present in my own life and, like, just makes me feel really sad and really, like, isolated, I guess, maybe. Um, but that's especially why I can't watch anything that's, like, really creepy or sad or like um dark because I feel like I fixate on it too much but I also feel like it it just affects me a lot like I'll feel like that's where my mind is like I feel like if I watch something I'm very much like in that mind space of what's happening and if that is like a darker movie I don't like thinking like that and I don't like getting into that headspace on Christmas this past year, I watched Interstellar. So I was like, oh, a long movie. Like, this is like a movie day in my head. And it fucked me up. I've seen that movie before, but like literally it just made me so sad because then I started 
just thinking of like how I just get too caught up in their feelings and I'm like it's not even fucking real like it's just exhausts me <laughs> and I'll, I'll start thinking of like oh my god that movie it just made me feel so sad and it made me f- like it's hard for me to move on from that and just be like oh it's a movie anyways like I feel like I still feel all those things but it's not real so it's not like a it's not really placement for that emotion and I'm like kind of like okay now what okay so to me that was so relatable like i i feel very i feel i feel the same like in some ways what she was saying how sometimes i watch like scary things like a sad thing i remember i specifically remember watching euphoria season two that season is really dark and um i remember feeling very off and like scared and like it just gave me a really bad feeling it felt like i had like also just done drugs and like was in a bad situation i don't know um but i think that's actually kind of what being an empath means too it sounds like rachel um is an empath and uh love ya rachel um but yeah i think that it's just like about you you just feel too much of like what the character is feeling and like i've definitely walked out of theaters or like watched movies in the middle of the day and i did feel very off afterwards but sometimes i kind of like it in a way like sometimes there are movies that make me feel really weird there was another movie recently that made me feel weird. I think it was Mulholland Drive. That movie made me feel really weird. But it also kind of inspired something in me. Um, but yeah, I totally get what she's saying about not not wanting to feel too much of it. Because it does kind of like alter your reality. Or like change your the way that your day goes, you know. And like that's not fun. Um, yeah, so it was like a really interesting perspective. Okay, this is actually what I'm going to end it on is like some escapism history, actually. So during the Great Depression, when the stock market market crashed in 1929, is as magazines, radios, and movies all were aimed to help people mentally escape from the mass poverty and economic downturn. Uh, Life magazine, which became a hugely popular during the 1930s, was said to have pictures that gave no indication that there was any such thing as depression. And most of the pictures are bathing beauties and ship launchings and building projects and sport heroes of almost anything but poverty and unemployment. Um, So it also says that Mickey Mouse cartoon was created during this time to ultimately help lift spirits, which is interesting. And um. Movies of the time more often than not focus on comedic plot lines that distance people emotionally from the horrors that were occurring around them. These films consciously, deliberately set out to divert people from their problems, but it also diverted them from the problems of those around them. I feel like this also happened during COVID. Like, I feel like a lot of people escaped and like people created new hobbies and you know, people, I feel like people kind of developed a little bit of a dream. Like I feel like in, in fashion, it was very like dreamy. And even now it is like more decorative and stuff. Now we're kind of going back into like more simplistic stuff, but I feel like, yeah, a lot of people remember when everyone was buying animal crossing on the Nintendo during COVID that was like such a thing. Cause yeah, we were just trying to escape what a time that was like, honestly, sometimes like low key miss quarantine just a little bit because i just missed the no pressure like no one was doing anything like but but it was okay like or you could get stuff done if you wanted and it kind of felt like there was no time crunch or like you weren't on a time limit or anything um anyway so i think that there are good parts of escapism like that can create beautiful things like you know we would have no mickey mouse you know (laughs) we would have no disney probably without uh maybe the great depression because people 
people want to escape and like make make beautiful things and i feel like at the end of the day it's like a great thing for artists too to like get out of their heads get out of like the dark stuff and like i think that's why people love it so much too um is to just have a more to be more imaginative like in your life and yeah like life is life is sucks sometimes you know like life is beautiful but life sucks so it's just a cool way i think and i think it's fine i think it's healthy um yeah okay well thank you guys for listening to this week's episode um i'm excited for this month i want to do like another like halloween halloween something and also i think i'm gonna have a guest on soon i think i'm gonna do it i think i want to have like some some cool people i know some creatives in the world um that i want to interview so if you're interested in that if you have any suggestions um you can go to my instagram chronicles of a curious soul you can dm that instagram or you can write in on the the google link um tab and you can like you know say anyone maybe you want to see on i mean people like maybe like local (laughs) like like you like i'm about to have like a big old celebrity on but like you know someone i don't know like if you if you're in the creative world or if you know me personally like someone that you might um think could be interesting uh for me to interview or it could be a type of person okay maybe just give me a type of person and then leave it to me to figure out or like what what you want to know about like who do you want to know about what do you want to who do you want to meet what do you want to know um yeah Okay, well, hope you guys have a great weekend and I will see you next week. Bye.